24 Sivan, Chafdalad Sivan, Tzadik, his praise, 407. It was a regular thing for us to hear the Rebbe say, It is good to give thanks to God, Psalms 92, 2, for sending us his faithful servant Moses, who released us from all our perplexities and gave us the Torah, commanding us to believe in God without any speculation whatsoever and to fulfill the whole Torah and mitzvot in their literal sense. The few philosophical passages in the Rambam's Mishnah Torah, in the chapters on fundamentals of the Torah, ethics, and idolatry, should also be avoided completely, as should any other passages where he discusses philosophy. He said that although in the Shar HaGilgulim it states that the Rambam represents the left peah, side curl, of Moses, he personally was not convinced that this actually came from the Ari himself. In my opinion, the Ari is not the source of this statement. Another time, the Rebbe spoke of a dream which he had, in which he took issue with the Rambam for having written such works. According to their mistaken notions, he told us, it is impossible for God to make changes in even the most simple forms of creation, even a fly, so greatly have they erred in their nonsense. Concerning what is written in the Guide for the Perplexed, that it is not possible for a triangle to be turned into a square, the Rebbe said, I believe that God can turn a triangle into a square, for God's ways are hidden from us. He is omnipotent, and nothing is impossible for Him. It is forbidden to enter into philosophical inquiries. Perfect faith in God is all that is Nachman's wisdom. His wisdom, 170. I once asked the Rebbe why many devoted people struggled to serve God, and still did not attain the level of the great tzaddikim. The Rebbe answered simply, they probably did not exert themselves that much. Min hastam, hoben zeinit kehorvet, presumably they did not struggle. The main thing is effort. Everything depends on one's deeds. Avot 3.15 1.71 I heard this from Rebutal of sainted memory. The Rebbe once vaunted the fact that he was unique in completely overcoming all his desires. He said, No one as young as me has ever overcome his desires so completely. Many tzaddikim have banished their desires, but not until they were at an advanced age. The Rebbe mentioned the number of tzaddikim as examples, saying that he knew they did not completely vanquish their desires until they were advanced in years. He said, For a youth like me to break down all desires is something unheard of. As we have mentioned earlier, the Rebbe had vanquished his every worldly desire before the age of 20. See his praises, number 25. The Aleph Bet book, Charity, A. 65. Charity has two faces. The unstinting person, who doesn't have much, should give in line with what he can afford. And the stingy person, who has been blessed with wealth, should give in line with God's blessing. 66. When a person has enough for his own needs, but chooses instead to take from others you should know that he will be made to repay after death, being enslaved to the one from whom he took. 67. Even by giving charity, a person has no guarantee that he won't become impoverished. 68. When someone closes his eyes to giving charity, it is as if he worships idolatry. 69. A person who trims his wealth to give charity is spared from the judgment of hell. 70. Even a poor person should give charity. The signs of poverty will then no longer Kitzer be Kitzer Moharan 1, Lesson 207. 1. All words are an aspect of strict judgments which a person has to mitigate. 
This mitigation is effected through Torah study and through the good words that he speaks. Therefore, a person must guard his speech with the utmost care and not engage in evil forms of speech. He must be particularly careful to avoid slander, God forbid, and especially slander against the tzaddik of the generation, God forbid, so that the forces of strict judgment do not grow powerful, God forbid. For these evil words can cause the tzaddik of the generation to fall from his level, God forbid, when he is not powerful enough to mitigate these harsh judgments, or, alternatively, he can actually pass away, God forbid, because of this speech. Then, through his passing, his soul mitigates these judgments. Lesson number 208. The wicked man lies in wait for the tzaddik. Psalms 37-32. 1. The way that the wicked afflict and persecute the tzaddikim is actually brought about by God in order that the tzaddik should reflect and examine his deeds. These wicked people are like guards who keep the tzaddik from succumbing to physicality. 2. Additionally, some of the opposition that the tzaddikim suffer is actually beneficial to them, for this opposition serves as a covering for them, so that they are not revealed and renowned any more than is necessary. Their opponents, however, wish to cover them over completely and to remove them from the world, God forbid. But God will not abandon the tzaddikim into their enemies' hands. Lesson number 209. 1. Every person has bad prayers, as our sages of blessed memory said. Even a thief poised at the breach calls out to God. Ein Yaakov on Barachot 63a. Subsequently, when the person stands up to pray, his bad prayers then disturb him. The rectification for this is to host Torah scholars as guests. Lesson number 210. 1. By engaging in business, business faithfully, a person fulfills the positive Torah commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. Leviticus 19.18. In that he causes the name of heaven to be loved, as explained above in lesson number 93. Then, as a result, he obtains his livelihood without struggle or Rabbi toil. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The Seven Beggars The First Day Suddenly, while they were yearning very greatly for the blind beggar, he spoke up and said, Here I am. I've come to be at your wedding. I'm giving you a wedding present that you should be old like me. I originally gave this to you as a blessing, but now I'm giving this as a full gift for your wedding present, that you should have a long life like mine. You think that I am blind. Actually, I am not blind at all. But the entire duration of the world's existence is not considered by me to be even like the blink of an eye. It was for this reason that he appeared to be blind. He did not look at the world at all. Since the entire duration of the world's existence was not considered by him to be even like the blink of an eye, the entire concept of looking at anything in the world or seeing it did not apply to him at all. I am extremely old but I am completely young. I have not yet begun to live, but nevertheless, I am very old. This is not merely my own opinion. I also have the word of the great eagle. Let me tell you the story. Once upon a time, people took to the sea in many ships. A great storm came and shattered the ships. The people, however, survived, and they came to a tower. They went up into the tower, and there they found food, drink, clothing, and everything else that, that they needed. All good things and every pleasure in the world was there. Letters, Year 1, Letter number 175. With God's help, Thursday, the Fast of Esther, 5595, Uman. 
My beloved son, my dear son, apple of my eye, I just now received your letters of Monday Torah reading to Tzava and Friday Torah reading to Ruma when I came back from the holy gravesite with a number of our comrades. We cried out there, weeping before God over what our souls have suffered in the past, and in particular over the enormous suffering that we have now from our enemies and from those who groundlessly persecute us and denounce us for seeking good. The illustrious Rev. Matisio Leib of Bofilia, may his light shine, was in my house at the time. He also fled from his home over the Machloket. He has been living here for about two weeks now and does not know when he will return home. Reb Heschel from Teplik is also here. While the Machloket in Teplik is also intense, it is mixed there with a little more kindness because, thank God, our side is quite strong. I also received a letter yesterday from Breslov with that good news about how they searched my house there to see if I had already arrived. I am sure you have already heard about this. In all these things we have no one to lean on but our Father in Heaven. You should know, my dear son, that Reb Shmuel Weinberg was here from Friday of Torah reading Mishpatim until yesterday, when he set off for home. I spoke with him briefly about how I should proceed. Right now, after all the tumult, and with, with all their railing at me and frightening me, I am still determined to return safely home, God willing, in the near future. For the time being, though, I am waiting for a response from Reb Shmuel Weinberg. Salvation is all in God's hands. Thousands of pages would not suffice to describe to you what I have suffered. But God's kindness is endless, and He gives me the strength to go on enduring hardships, suffering, and humiliation such as this. What is more, His kindness is allowing me to even be a little happy that I was able to be in the Rebbe's holy portion, which is, Deuteronomy 32.9, God's portion is His people. Rebbe Nussan's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 426 with thanks to God, Friday, Arab Shabbat, the 41st day of the counting of the children of Israel, 5603. Greetings to my beloved son, may he live. Mazaltov, my daughter, your sister, may she live, gave birth to a boy last night. May it be God's will that he will bring us all good mazel, happiness, joy, and complete salvation in all that each one of us needs to be saved. Amen. May it be his will. May God allow me, you, and all of us, at least from now on, to prepare ourselves as we should for the approaching holy festival of Shavuot. May we merit to pour our hearts out like water before God over how very far we are from the holiness of Shavuot, which is a great, highly refined level of understanding and great, pure, and abundant compassion. The Kutei Moharan 1, 56, 7. Perhaps we will be answered and merit, at least from now on, to direct all our longing, yearning, desire, and hope toward truly drawing closer to God anew every day, wherever we may be. And no matter what happens with a person, wherever he may find himself, from there he should search for God every day, because no good desire is ever lost. Zohar 2, 150 We will not be taken in by the foolishness of wealth, God forbid, because all is vanity. And whether a person has money or not, his days will pass all the same. The main thing is good desire. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 51. May God grant us the joy of Shavuot and let us rejoice over the words of your Torah and your commandments forever and ever. For they alone are our life, etc. The words of your father, Nassan of Breslov. 
Letter number 427. With God's help, Wednesday, Nassau, 5603. My dear beloved son, I received your letter just now, and I am standing and waiting here for God's salvation, for our friend to arrive soon. Our friend Rabbi Sral, may his light shine, cannot do anything right now until our friend's safe arrival. The messenger was paid one gold piece, and may the master of salvation send salvation soon. Reb David found the two tzitzit, but he does not want to travel home until after Shabbat. He said that he will send them to you at the first opportunity. It is also very surprising to me that the man wants them for such a high price. But anyway, he cannot do anything until the arrival of our aforementioned friend. But Rabbi Yisrael, may his light shine, asks you, and I too encourage you in this, for our sake, to check into this matter whenever you come across merchants who deal in this. Maybe you will find them for less. It should also be a reliable person. But the deal cannot be closed until our friend arrives. Reb David, may his light shine, just came into my room and told me that he gave over the two tzitzit to the deliverer of this letter. I am extremely busy and it is impossible to continue. May God bring you to joy and strengthen you so that you will neither worry nor think any unnecessary or extraneous thoughts at all. Just spend your day in Torah, prayer, and good desires and yearnings to God. Conduct your business with faith and fortify yourself to be happy that we merited what we have, to grab some good and to know about the point of truth. Let us be happy and rejoice in His salvation. The words of your father, Nassan of Breslau, Shemot HaTzadikim, Rabbi Chaim Sanzer, Rabbi Moshe Osterer, Harav Rabbi David Tzvi, Rabbi Yisrael Avraham, Rabbi Tzvi, scribe of the Balshemtov. Rabbi Tzvi, the Rabbi of Kratia, Rabbi Nachman of Bar, Rabbi David Lykas, Rabbi Yisrael of Kajnitz, author of the book Avodat Yisrael, Rabbi Shlomo Lutziker, author of the book Divrat Shlomo, Rabbi Aaron Leib Pramishlaner, his son, Rabbi Meir Pramishlaner, his brother, Rabbi Yitzchak Ber Brzaner, Rabbi Tzvi Hirsch of Zidichov, his brother, Rabbi Moshe Samberer, author of the book Tfila Lemosha, his son, Rabbi Yehuda Tzvi, author of the book Amud HaTorah, Rabbi Moshe Leib Sasavar, Rabbi Hirsch Elimelech, Av Beitin of Dinov, author of the book B'nai Sachar, Rabbi Dov of Zaslov, Rabbi Moshe Ehler, author of the book Yismach Moshe, Rabbi Baruch Kasavar, author of the book Yisod HaAmuna Amud HaAvodah, Rabbi Avraham David, Av Beitin of Buchach, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Kasav, author of the book Ahavat Shalom, Rabbi Fivish of Nelson's Prayers 2, Prayer number 7. Share your power, might, and strength with us. May we become men of might, fearing God, men of truth, hating dishonest gain. You give people the strength to do great things. Help us, strengthen us, and bolster us so that we will experience a holy fear of you. In your compassion, help us become truly mighty, strong people in accordance with your goodwill. Give us holy dominion. Wealth and power are before you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, and you have the power to enhance and strengthen everything. Give us a good portion of holy sovereignty and governance, so that we will draw down a good, comfortable income for ourselves, for everyone in our family, and for every member of your nation, the House of Israel, who is dependent on us. Drawing down an income from Hashem. Master of the world, You know the great pressure that we are under, our toil and the scarcity and constricted economy that have greatly diminished the income of your nation, the House of Israel. 
This especially affects the income of spiritual people who want to begin walking on the holy path and truly serve you. Their income is so sparse, and they suffer the burden and troubles of earning a living to the degree that many are unable to serve you. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name. Send a beneficial flow of abundance and good income to us and to your entire nation, the House of Israel, and in particular to those who fear your name. Help us and save us so that the need to earn a living will not prevent us from truly serving you. Our eyes are raised to you alone. The eyes of all turn to you and you give them their food in its time. No one knows how to draw down income by means of natural cause and effect. Instead, we rely on you alone. Our eyes turn to you hopefully until you will be gracious to us in your vast compassion and loving kindness and give us our income regularly in its time, in its season. Prepare all of our income for us before we need it so that the burdens of earning a living will not divert us from serving you. Arouse the power of your sovereignty. Raise the power of holy sovereignty so that it will receive an abundant flow of good income from the hands that are in the sea of wisdom on behalf of the entirety of your nation, the house of Israel. Draw good income down to us from your supernal will. As the verse states, the eyes of all turn to you and you give them their food in its time. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of all living beings. Give a portion and provide income for each and every individual in accordance with what he truly needs in order to serve you so that all of us will truly serve you. Provide us with everything we need in an honorable and not a disgraceful way, in a way that is permissible and not forbidden, with ease and not with suffering, coming from your broad and full hand. May we never be dependent on the gifts or loans of flesh and blood. May we receive income with great holiness and illuminate it with the light of your supernal holy will. Sanctifying our eating. Help us completely break the desire for eating. Sanctify our eating so that it will be very holy, and we will eat only for the sake of your name. May we receive and draw onto ourselves the holy fear that comes to a person and rests upon him when he eats. You are our Father, our King, our Mighty One, our Creator, our Redeemer, our Maker, our Holy One, the Holy One of Jacob, our Shepherd, the Shepherd of Israel. You are the King who is good and does good to all. Satiate us with your true goodness. Guard us and rescue us so that our mind and heart will never turn to any illusory goodness. Instead, may we break all illusory desires, which are the animal desires. May we attach our thoughts to the true eternal good and take pleasure in you and satiate our souls with purity. May we eat in great holiness, fear, and awe. Help us and assist us so that when we eat, the illumination of the supernal will is drawn down onto us. May we truly yearn, desire, long, hunger, and pine for you with an extraordinary desire, without measure or limit, but with an ultimate nullification, until we do not know what we want at all. May the illumination of the will that will exist in the future, in the world to come, shine upon us. As the verse states, at that time it will be said to Jacob and to Israel, What has God wrought? How vast is your goodness that you have hidden for those who fear you, your deeds for those who take refuge in you. No eye but yours, God, has seen what you do for the person who hopes in you.